Diane Hullett, and welcome to the Best Life, Best Death podcast. Today, I've got a special guest, Kylie Crowley, and Kylie works for Soulless Cremation. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Diane. It's so nice to be here. Thank you. I've been offering this once a month podcast about different kinds of body disposition. And I think it's really interesting for people. I feel like, you know, there maybe were more traditional, typical ways that people just automatically did. And I think one of the things that's happened in the U.S. is that now there's just a lot of options. There really are. Yeah. It's, it's become quite, um, and a lot of people would think that I'm strange for saying this, but it is kind of exciting. And, you know, just like, and thank you for making people aware of it. Absolutely. So Kylie is the outreach director for Solace Cremation. That's S-O-L-A-C-E. And you can find out more about her work at solacecares.com. So I asked Kylie to come and talk about cremation because cremation is one that people are more familiar with. It is something that is not uncommon. And my understanding is it's increased since 9-11 in the U.S. And so tell us like what is cremation and how did you get into this so cremation and i mean the most basic definition is that it is an alternative form of disposition burial in a casket that uses heat to break the body down to its most basic components which become gases ashes and mineral fragments so it's it's uh, it's definitely gained in uh, popularity and use mostly because it is more economical and it's it's a little bit easier for families and loved ones to then honor their their loved one after their passing so you have a little bit more flexibility with having like the celebration of life and and it just gives more it just allows for more options for the families when you say that like what i think of is is like you know, back in the olden days, we had a family plot at the local cemetery with a headstone. But I wonder if part of cremation's appeal is it's like portability, like you can keep the ashes and take them to different places, whether you spread them or bury some of them or keep them in an urn somewhere in your house. There is this portability to it that's really different than the solidity of a headstone somewhere. Well, yeah, then it just becomes more like you're able to, you're able to take your loved one with you everywhere you go, nearly. I, you know, we, we see, we have these lovely things that are being done now where folks can have their loved ones cremains pressed into records and marbles and these beautiful cremation stones and put into jewelry. And it's just it's just lovely. Then you get to keep them. It's really changed, hasn't it? I think this idea that you can make something that's like a piece of art with the cremated remains of your loved ones or a few, a little bit of the remains is, is, is new. Yeah. Well, um, what does you, what does your company offer that's different? Like what is Solace Cremations um, approach and where are you located? So we are, we are actually an online digital platform. So our headquarters is in Portland, Oregon, and we support Seattle Metro, Portland Metro, Los Angeles, San Bernardino, Riverside, Orange County, and San Diego. Um, and I guess I, I wonder if you have ever heard of direct cremation. Well, tell us about that. What is direct versus whatever the other kind would be? So 
there's a couple of different ways that uh, people can make these plans for disposition when it comes to cremation. The traditional funeral homes almost always have a package that offers direct cremation, but it's going to be their least expensive package, so it may not be the first one that they put forward. With a direct cremation service, it is exactly that. It is a direct cremation. Usually that entails no viewing um, and no embalming. And what happens is Solace comes and we, we take your loved one into our care. The whole process takes about um, 10 to 14 days. So we're usually there to you within about 90 minutes. And then our care team is just very high touch and extremely communicative. So they're letting, they're letting you know throughout every step of the process what's happening with your loved one. So you never have to reach out to us to ask. So we, in our coverage areas, we are able to bring your loved one back to you after the process over is, is complete um, by, by hand, we hand deliver. Um, or if you are outside of our coverage area anywhere in the United States, we uh, we bring you your loved one back via USPS priority mail. Interesting. So so in a way, the idea of direct is that it's um, the the deceased person is taken directly to the cremation site, and the the service is a different um, par- part of that. Like whatever you want to arrange, it's so this is oh yeah like a funeral home. This is more like. Uh, just the service of cremation. I'm guessing that makes it less expensive. Yes, it is significantly less expensive. And that's another thing that sets Solace apart even from other direct cremation companies is that our commitment to keeping everything as transparent and simple as possible is that we have that one price of $8.95. And this includes everything except for the death certificate. Interesting. So the, you know, coming to get, yeah, 895, that's it. So we're, you know, we're coming to the home, the, the, you know, the assisted living facility, the hospital, wherever your loved one is to take them into our care. And then, you know, it, there's no extra charge for any mileage. There's no extra charge for any of the, you know, return of your loved one. It's all included in that 895. My, my guess is, I mean, the, the funeral industry has this reputation of upselling, right? Like the, the idea that um, in, your, in your state of grief, you, that's, I think one of the challenges is if that's when you're making these decisions, you are in this state of grief and you're not always thinking clearly. So there's this idea that you can be upsold, right? That I think I've typically heard cremation as more like 2000 or 3000, right? So it is kind of interesting that there are places where it is 895, like that simple. And how do you recommend people, like how can people deal with this? Say they don't live near a solace location and there is a crematorium in their small town in you know Ohio or New Hampshire or something. Um, how, how do you recommend kind of approaching this financial um, challenge? You know, it's it's really it comes down to being an advocate for yourself and you it's it's helpful to know what questions to ask right so if you are calling around to try to make arrangements for a loved one i as a as an as a doula i always suggest that you call at least three or four places 
just because you want to have a really good, accurate idea of how much this is going to cost you. Um, so, and then you want to take into, you want to take into consideration if there's any specific requests that you would like to be honored. Um, is it important that you have a memorial service? Or, you know, do you want to have a celebration of life? Would you rather have this done in a funeral home? Do you want to have a viewing in a casket? Is that important to you? Do you, you know, is everybody able to gather together in one location quickly? Or is this something that is going to take, you know, maybe months of preparation? And then, you know, even and especially during the pandemic, we've done so much virtually that having having the option of the direct cremation has really just given families that uh, ability to to celebrate their loved ones in the way that they want to so yeah it really just comes down to like knowing knowing what you want and having a plan right and knowing what you want either as the person who's died and having communicated that ahead of time or the family having knowing what they want and being on the same page and talking to people. Yeah. So and so it sounds like direct cremation is the phrase if you don't want the bells and whistles. You just want the body yeah. handled. Um and, and it sounds like that is available in a lot of places, but there might often be this kind of, yeah, but don't you also want the such and such a package or something? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really does come down to either you and your family know what you want, or, you know, you've left a very detailed plan for your loved ones, which, you know, gosh, we, we kind of hope that everybody does that now. Um, but yes, it, there, there are definitely questions that you need to ask though. Yeah. Yeah. On your website, you had a great, there's a great frequently asked questions section. And I mm -hmm. thought the question about witness cremation was really interesting. Can you describe that? It would not be for everyone, but some people might really find that powerful. So it is exactly that. I have never been present for a witness cremation. We, we do not offer that as an option uh, for solace, but um, I know that there are a lot of, um, there are cultures and, you know, spiritual cultures that they observe that as a, as a practice, as a ritual for that, for death care and for memorializing and saying goodbye. And, and it really is just the process of watching. And I know some, um, some places your, uh, the family member may even be the one to push the button. Right, right. So powerful. That is extremely powerful. Yeah, it was really, yeah. you know, I read Caitlin's, Caitlin Dowdy's book from here to eternity. Yeah. And that was such a um, interesting read about just the range of what people do worldwide, you know, because you really do kind of get in your culture and you think, well, this is just what's done. But it was fascinating to, to read worldwide, all the variety of death care and end of life practice. You yeah, said, it is. You said that you're a doula. Tell me more about that. So I actually trained to become an end-of-life doula during the pandemic with uh, Marilyn Rush at the dying year. And it's something that I'd wanted to do for a really long time. I worked for many years in assisted living um, as a caregiver and in memory care as a CNA and have always felt very drawn to those liminal spaces where people, they just kind of need someone to sit with them and be present. 
And then, you know, there's the, the, the lack of hesitation to have the hard conversations. It's right. Right. It's, it's something that just needs to be done and it can be done with sensitivity and it can be done, you know, with, with humor even, and you just have to be open to what, what the person sitting in front of you needs. And I think that I, I just became drawn to it for so many reasons. Um, my family needed one when my stepdad was dying and they didn't exist then. Right. Interesting. And, Interesting. You know, for the, it, for, for the same reason that Solace was created, basically. Like I, I had a less than ideal experience. Yes. Tell us about that. How was, how was Solace um, founded? So Solace, oh, Solace was founded by two Nike uh, creative designers, David Odesanya and Keith Crawford. Uh, both that they also are business were business partners. Um, both of them had lost a parent. They or David lost his mother in the UK, and Keith lost his dad here in the states. And although both of their parents had made arrangements for direct cremation prior to their passing, when uh, when they went in to make the final arrangements, it was it was confusing, and it was a less than ideal experience. Interesting. So and when they shared of, that, yeah, out yeah. of those less than ideal experiences come new businesses sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing about creative folks, right? Um, they are able to take these experiences and maybe like assess the need and see what needs to change. And that's, that's exactly what we're doing. We're going in and just doing what we can to support families and and ease the ease the pain points through this process and make it as simple as possible. I you love have... it. It's like it's like taking something cremation that's pretty familiar to most people in the U.S. and then um, saying how do we make it even better? Like this is a service industry. How do we offer the service in the clearest, most transparent, most direct way? Um, and I wonder, you know, that's such a kind of a disruptor. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's probably, that's what drew me to solace. <laughs> I wanted to be part of something that was uh, making the world better. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of improving it one little piece in one way. I think it'll be really interesting to see if solace, um, you know, stays sort of West coast or does it begin to be a model in other places? Cause I assume it'll take enough of the public choosing it to say, we prefer this over some of these other options. And I always think of the small towns. I always go, well, how's this gonna play out in smaller places than Denver or Seattle or Portland or you know the big cities? Um, so interesting. What other, is there anything you'd leave listeners with in terms of final thoughts about cremation? It is, um, it's a beautiful form of disposition. It really is. And it, it allows your family, your loved ones, the opportunity to keep a piece of you with them. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Kylie. I really appreciate your time. You can find out more about Kylie's work and the work of Solace Cremation at solacecares.com. And you can find out more about my work at bestlifebestdeath.com. Thanks for listening. And thanks for joining me, Kylie. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.